What's up, everybody? Hey, hey, hey! Good to be back, baby. Good to talk about be back. It has been a minute. Oh, fuzzy camera. Come on. Yeah, it has. Every time we got to deal with that. Not intentionally. <laughs> no, I know, right? <laughs> we, uh... Oh, man. We definitely... May have not recorded the VOD section of audio. Yeah, so this is a rehashing of episode 12. This Which... is episode... Oh, we should have called this episode 12.2. Oh, we should have. <laughs> episode 12.2.0 or some something like that. 12.2. Yeah, because... Yeah, so we're coming, we're back at it again with the dozen. Yep. The, the last one dozen was, eggs. You tuned in on Twitch last time. It was a fun <laughs> banger podcast, too. It was great. <laughs> we did a yeah, really good one. Yeah, we just couldn't really upload it to YouTube because we didn't really save it. Yeah. Or there was no audio. I forget what it was. There was no audio. Oh, there was tons yeah. of video. Yeah. Plenty of it. Plenty of it was zero audio. And that happened on my other Twitch channel and everything. It just had a weird... Uh, setting that changed for some reason one day. Yeah, okay, so did we ever figure out exactly how that boiled down? We discovered yes. what the issue was, but we never quite figured out why it got switched. Well, I, I kind clicked... Of, which um, was kind of strange. I clicked that... What's uh, that? Hey, what you munching what? on? Uh, beef stick. The mouth of meat. Attaboy. No, meat in your mouth. <laughs> meat in my Gotta mouth. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was a setting that I accidentally clicked on when I optimized my Twitch uh, or my Streamlabs. So, gotcha, we should gotcha. be good now. I would assume. Well, yeah, and we got a good one lined up for us today. Mm -hmm. um, we're sticking with the themes. We are going with a beer themed, uh, beer theme tonight. Yeah, and also you are. Um, we are field testing your new Steam Deck. Right? Uh, yeah, it's it's worked pretty and nice we're already. Gonna, we're gonna find out just how much easier that makes us transitioning from slide to slide. Speaking of which, uh, you may also have noticed we are trying something new here with a slide design. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got our daily topics are a little bit easier to read now. Also, starting next week, super excited, we are going to be introducing a new uh, topic. Um, this was something we'd been talking about for a while and we finally got some, some viewer input mm -hmm. about adding a topic called, um, devil's, devil's advocate. Yeah. And echo devil's said it was going to be, echo said it was, it was a great idea. It'll be more yeah. serious than our, yes. it'll still be debate. It'll be more serious, but we came to the conclusion after some deliberation between O'Leary and I on what would be best. Mm. Um, the end of the month. We'll have a debate, a legitimate yeah. debate, um, but it'll be a topic we both agree on. Um, a pretty serious one um, is what we're mm -hmm. going for for now. So we run out of serious ones. And um, you guys won't know what our views on that topic are, um, but we're going to flip a coin at the beginning of the month. Maybe should we announce it the first podcast of the month saying we're going to do this one at the end of the month? Yeah, we could probably do that. Yeah, we'll announce it the first podcast of the month or whenever our first podcast yeah. comes out that month. Yeah. Um, the idea the idea being is that you as the listeners are going to know ahead of time which one of us is arguing for and which one of us is arguing against for this particular topic. Mm -hmm. However, what we don't want the listener to know is 
what side of the opinion that we actually truly fall under. Correct. That part will remain a mystery. And if we do it right, if we play our cards right, it should um, remain a mystery. Correct. And so the, the and the idea behind this, um, this was our original intent behind this new section was to, um get us to think from the other perspective mm-hmm. right because most of the time we get into an echo chamber of only ever talking about particularly touchy subjects with people who share our our particular beliefs about said subject so this will be an exercise for us to kind of train ourselves to to come up with arguments arguments from the other side um for for a couple reasons it, this is dual dual purpose here one of them is like i like i said earlier to get us thinking outside the box outside of our normal but then the other one is to kind of poke at the other person's argument and see how well <laughs> they their argument actually holds up mm-hmm. you know what i mean and, and this will be that's you this will be research all the time oh yeah this is so where we got this from originally we've talked about this in the past uh-huh. in prior podcasts and really where debate this came from originally um, the reason we even had a debate topic, because we used to do this back in the dorms, um, and Alira and I would have arguments about stuff, and I would always take the devil's advocate. Um, uh-huh. Just because I'm really good at bullshitting. Um, I'm a top-class <laughs> bullshitter. <laughs> and I, it was, it's good to have someone there, you know, to kind of sharpen your blade. If you, we both believe Absolutely. in the same fucking thing. That's the idea. But how interesting the conversation that we're just stroking each other off on, you know, like... Ooh, right we both right. agree that, that, echo, that echo chamber that i mentioned yeah. yeah yeah so it's it's a good way it's a good thought experience and in the past honestly some of my views um haven't fully changed uh but there's some things that i've maybe changed a little bit of my view on just by having arguments um whether right. it's something that o'leary yeah. brought up or something um that i brought up i'm sure o'leary has been like oh that, that's actually a pretty good point every once in a while well um, a lot of times what what i took away from it was um on any given subject this as soon as you start getting into the apologetics of stuff mm-hmm. you you find out what sections or individual topics you're lacking on as far as a baseline understanding mm-hmm. right because it's kind of hard to argue things that require statistics right if you don't know the statistics behind the argument so i think uh, a lot of good that came out of this especially for me was when Jones, if you're poking holes in my argument, I find out where the holes in my argument are. And you and can see I, if they're legitimate holes there and, in the actual. Exactly. Because sometimes there's a legitimate Either they're leg- hole right. in, a, in the actual are, argument. Sometimes there's a legitimate issue within the argument itself, or it's simply just a breakdown in my understanding. Mm-hmm. And a lot of t- if that's the case, then cool. I can do a little bit more research. I come back stronger and I fortify my opinion on this issue or what's slightly less um common of the case is your opinion changes yes or maybe not wholly changes either but it'll go like i believe x strongly and i don't give a fuck what y says y is absolutely wrong but sometimes you go y brings a, a, a legitimate educated opinion to you and you go Okay, well, I get where you're coming from on that, and it's where, which is what politicians should fucking do. Um, mm. Then you can have an argument of meeting in the middle, going, "Okay, I really strongly believe all of this. I really strongly believe all of this. What's really the best thing?" 
you know, is the best thing only having one fucking right way or is the best thing going, okay, a lot of my arguments are good. A lot of my arguments are good. We can meet in the middle this way to, to formulate the best course of action to fix this problem. Yeah. And that's where I, that's the most I got out of it was, was that. <clears throat> right. So, um, like we said, we are going to introduce this section or this topic, uh, devil's advocate. We're going to do it next week. Yep. It is going to take the place of debate this. And what we're going to end up Welcome, doing Echo. is that, how are we doing echo? You're going to love this echo. Cause this was pretty much your idea. Um, <laughs> um, the last podcast we do per month will be a devil's advocate replacing debate this, right? So the first three podcasts we do two or three in any given month will be our regular debate this, where we talk about goofy shit, mm -hmm. right? And we have a good time doing it. Uh, this week we've got a good one lined up. I, I'm kind of excited about this strong one. opinion. And then, too. <laughs> oh yeah. Absolutely. And uh, here's my opinion right here. And there's mine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that later. Um, if the title of our video hasn't already told you what we're doing. Um, yeah, so um, we finally fleshed out this idea. We were, we've been toying with how we wanted to go about actually doing it in a way that's sustainable um, and doesn't burn us out. And you entertaining. Too. right because we, and we do have to factor the we have to consider the entertainment factor um and this is this is what we came up with so like like i said next week we're gonna experiment with devil's advocate for the first time we uh we're doing some slight uh slide redesigns to accommodate this new section mm -hmm. i'm excited to unveil those once we get it fixed um yeah so uh and Jones, what's new with you you know, oh, do you? Sorry, do you want to say something there? Offer promotion. Get the fuck out of our chat, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, with me, sorry guys, there's the guy promoting bullshit in our chat. Uh, a bot probably. <laughs> um, no, I was gonna say it's it's in in our in our current society, where everyone for whatever reason, you're all human beings. Believe what the fuck you want to believe. Um. People stay in their echo chambers and only have one opinion. If they were to do this more, and just just my opinion, um, it might solve a lot of problems. Uh, it might create healthy debate instead of yelling and screaming over each other and stuff like that. So I think it's a good. Uh, I I really do think it's a good thing to get out once a month. It it gives us one serious topic. That way, we're a pretty goofy bunch couple of dudes. Uh, if you don't listen to us during that that week because you don't believe we're educated enough or blah, blah blah don't don't fucking care you do what you want to do you're a grown person but it's good to to learn both sides of a story to to formulate your own opinion on it um but what's new with me it's been a couple weeks shit it, it has been a minute we just watched the super bowl <laughs> that's right yeah it, it ended on some fucking bullshit you and everybody else that was a legitimate call that Come was not a, hold, a holding call <laughs> That was not a pass interference call. That was not. It wasn't a pass interference call. It was a holding call. Well, that's even worse. I could see it, maybe. Maybe. A pass interference is half the distance to the goal. Holding is just a, a 10-yarder. Well, it's a 5-yarder, but it was 5 and automatic first down. There. Well, what, did, what that did is it went, it made it where it was. It was third down and in, in four. Yeah, then like it that. became first, first and goal. Right, yeah. With a minute and 45 seconds left or something like that. They could have. They would have had to kick the field goal, 
And then with two timeouts, though, because they hadn't spent their timeouts yet, Philly could have drove down and possibly won or tied the game. Uh, but Maybe. It was a, oh, that was actually, I'm surprised it's in a Super Bowl-themed episode. That's actually Well, a okay, good thing. in all fairness, in all fairness, we were originally going to record this two days ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then life happened, and me being on a day's schedule for the last couple weeks doesn't exactly um, lend itself to... No. recording super late at night like we normally do but my life has been pretty good so, um haven't really started a new class it's about legal uh secure uh legal aspects of security which is hmm. kind of fucking dry but it's about our amendments so ah so it is what it is yep i will say today did you watch the national anthem by chris stapleton no i missed it you gotta go look that up it's I the most it. beautiful rendition of national anthem i've yeah? ever heard it was phenomenal. Hmm. It like people were crying in the sidelines and shit. It was so beautiful. Um, what a fucking! I, I'm gonna have dude. to look that up because Holy I have a hard crap. time believing that it was better than the Gaither vocal quartet. Just go when they to it. sang the national anthem. That was one of the best ones. The Chris Stapleton oh, in general yeah. has so much emotion in his voice. Yeah, he's, he's a great singer. He's phenomenal. What's been up with you? Well, I am two weeks down. For, for my TDY over to our CADM section, our combat arms section, for, for those of you who don't keep up with the acronyms, CADM is Combat Arms Training and Maintenance. These are the guys on an Air Force installation who are charged with um, training um, base pop and the security forces guys on how to shoot weapons, essentially. And a couple weeks ago, we got a tasker sent down from the AMC commander the Magicom commander, and he said that based on the the coming conflict, potentially, he wants everybody in AMC to go through a familiarization firing course and said, go. <laughs> uh, we got no guidance, uh, no time frame, and right. he wants literally everybody in AMC to do familiarization firing. So what we've been doing is we're doing an an exp or a condensed version of our um, so it's not a M4 full force qualification. Of fire. No, we are no, it's thirty rounds. Oh, uh, that's easy. Four, four, five round, uh, strings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, six, six, five round strings from three firing positions, three magazines, and um. The classroom portion takes about a half hour. Range portion takes about 45 minutes. Barring stupidity and weapons going down. Which is... Uh, which is pretty common. Rampant. Lots of stupidity. <laughs> yeah, Lots of stupidity. Um, <laughs> lots of stupidity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've been pushing eight or nine classes a day. 28 people per class for two solid weeks so far. And I've got one more week to go. I and five others were pulled from flight to do RSO training, which is your range safety official. These are the guys that are physically standing on the line behind the shooters, making sure stupid doesn't happen. And um, you can only stop. Yeah, so stupid though. so six of us, six of us are TDA from flight to Cadam for these three weeks, so we can help push through literally everybody on base, quite literally. Yep. And That's it's nuts. 
That's good though. It's so good I've got training. And oh stuff. yeah, it's 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 absolutely great training, and I enjoy doing it because I love weapons, and I'm trying to cross train to Cadam anyway. So this is a great opportunity for me to show the Cadam guys what I got as far as uh, being an instructor, um, being able to do what I need to do on the range to fix weapons, as it were. Um, so I'm getting some good hands-on experience. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to. One more week of that, then I go back to work for a few days, and then I go on leave for a week. Super excited for that. It'll be great. It's always a good. It's always good when we go on leave. Mm-hmm. You want to hop into some? Uh, makes me think of yeah. get those. those yeah, let's move on. Going. Let's get those gears a turning. All right. So for those of you who don't know, we introduced this topic three weeks ago, three episodes ago, two, three. three, something like that. Well, yeah, now so I have no this... idea because we didn't <laughs> yeah, record right. it in that. <laughs> So the way this uh, the way this little brain teaser slash exercise works is um, Jones is going to start me off with a random topic and that's going to go that's going to make me think of three things in a row. So Jones, give me a random topic. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. All right. So the Super Bowl makes me think of football, which makes me think of injuries, which makes me think of hospitals. Mm. Hospitals make me think of surgery. Which makes me think of hot nurses. <laughs> One there more. One more thing. Oh, which makes me think of pain. That's, that's strange. Okay. Well, uh, pain. We said a catheter pulled out of their dick before. <laughs> that's fair. One of us. <laughs> All right. Pain makes me think of the movie Major Pain, which makes me think of drill instructors, which makes me think of basic training. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> basic training. It makes me think of Johnson, which makes <laughs> me think of wall lockers. I know where we're going with this. Oh which my makes God, me think of taps. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, taps. Hot oh, make you God. think of the game Silent Hill Echo? <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Okay, so taps makes me think of military funerals, which makes me think of my grandpa's funeral. Which makes me think of the fact that it was on my birthday. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Was it? Shoot. I can't remember now. This is a long time ago. Well, your birthday. Uh, yeah. Makes me think of B-dubs. Because I think that's the place we went every single year for it. No, or no, no. Olive we went Garden. to Mon Montana Mike's. That was the very first one we all went to. Oh, by the mall, right? No, yeah, the was... Montana Mike's was yeah. by the mall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And okay. Pounders bought me a shot of gin. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> makes me think of Montana Mike's, which makes me think of Pounders, which makes me think of that um... douche who can't buy a damn camera and become our first guest. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> which makes me think of uh, uh, border Borderlands. Oh, okay, Borderlands. Makes me think of sniping, which makes me think of the Natum course, which makes me think of Camp Guernsey. Mm. Mm. Let's do one more piece. Guernsey. Guernsey makes me think of non-given opportunities, which makes me think of... Aww. Having to ride oh. the desk, which makes me think of promoted. 
Promotions makes me think of something I'll never get. Uh, which makes me think of a girlfriend. Um, which, which makes me think of loneliness. Oh, God. I'll do one more to get us out of that. Um, loneliness ah. makes me think of turkey. Turkey makes me think of Troy. The movie or the place? Well, it, the Battle of Troy <laughs> happened in Turkey, which didn't know until I went over there. It's crazy. Yeah. T- tons of shit happened over there. You know where Constantinople is? Mm-hmm. That's Istanbul. Mm. The capital. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, moving on. Well, that also not much of a segue. No, I was gonna. I was hoping you're doing something to say top five. But you know what that makes me think of? Yeah, the stream deck. Top five. Oh, the stream deck, boom, dude. Boom. <laughs> oh, oh no, we never. We we didn't swap this. <laughs> oh no. We need, we need to fix our slide. Uh. Shh, everybody. Shh. All right. Oh. So the top five of this week. Uh, while Jones is fixing our slide, is going to be our top five beers. Mm-hmm. Hence the theme of our uh, podcast this week. We're doing beer themes. It should be pretty nice. It should be pretty interesting. I'm an avid beer drinker. Yes. Not. Um, One would say a connoisseur. Yes, which is not good for my waistline. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since I've got no. Uh, but eh, it is what it is. Also makes me happy. True. Beer don't Very make true. me sad. You know what? They, who who said it? Long neck, ice cold beers never break my heart. That's the fucking truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you want to change our title as oh, well? Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm fucking out of it today. Hail. There we go. Oh, shoot, I just realized I hadn't looked up any Darwin Awards. <laughs> uh, we'll just skip that this week. <laughs> okay, works for me. Best beers. Yeah, our favorite beers. All right. Yeah, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first this week? You know what? I will go first. All right, go ahead and hit it. What is your favorite beer? So my favorite beer. Founders, I'll bet, huh? Close. It's There's a Founders oh. beer in my list, but it ain't that one. No kidding. The best wow. beer. And the best light beer of all time. Butt wiper. Fuck that shit. Let's hiss water. <laughs> Labat Blue Light. Okay. Oh, that's right. Them Canadians yeah, know how to make Labatt. some fucking beer, dude. I tell you what. Molson's oh, pretty good, know. but yeah. fucking uh, Canadians up there know how to make some beer, bud. You know? <laughs> oh my God. That's funny. I love me some that. It, it's so smooth. It has a little yeah. Christmas on it. Um... Christmas can, or crispness? Both. Because it's giving presents to my stomach and my <laughs> face buds. Um, no, it's, that keeps on giving. it's the best all-around light beer there is, by far. Okay. Not even close. What about okay, you? Hey, respectable choice. Respectable choice. All I right. I can guess yours. Mine, incredibly hard to find anymore. And in fact, I don't even know if they still make this. You're, you're about to type it. I think you're right. All right, we're almost there. Okay, you're correct, but... Oh, it's the orange whatever one? No. Mm. Summer, summer honey wheat. 
Yeah. I can't find this shit anymore, but it was the best. It added a little sweetness of honey to the already delicious Blue Moon, which is what I'm drinking right now. You can't see because of my badass koozie, but... Yeah, imagine a super smooth, delicious beer by itself, but with an extra sweetness of some honey in there. Oh, I, when you would get those, I did enjoy those. So, oh my good. god, those were good. Regular, I can't find them. Regular Blue Moon's find eh, to me. No, um, regular Blue Moon is also amazing, especially if it's on tap. I, the, yeah, the, drop that. So, drop that orange in there. If you like Blue Moon, and this almost made my list. This was this close to make my list, but it didn't. Mm -hmm. Honorable mention. Oberon. Oh yeah. Oberons are the shit. It's like a blue moon, mm. but like one million percent better. Doesn't have that the blue moon just has an aftertaste to me. It's a it's a odd aftertaste. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. So I think like, the orange mellows it out beer. well enough. No, the orange makes it good. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. the well the summer honey wheat. I like that one a lot. That was good. Yeah, the honey made it just that much better. You wanna, anyway, all you right. Wanna, what's, what's your number two? You want to guess my number two there, uh, O'Leary? Uh, uh, Founders Oatmeal Stout. Ooh, close. What did I get? Oh, when we went to jail. It is the Founders. First time. I thought that's what I thought that's what it was. No, no, Founders Breakfast Stout. Founders Breakfast Stout. There it is. That's right. <laughs> that shit. We're gonna do beef fast stouts. Um. It is the best stout I've ever. I've I drink a lot of beer, a yeah. lot of beer, and I'll tell you I right now, that was the very first one you ever got with the very first time we went to jail beers. Yep. Yeah, you started talking with Jesse, yep, who we found out later was the owner, and he gave you that founder's mug, and I, which I have no idea where it is actually. But yeah, really, he, yeah, I have no idea where it is. Ooh, it's that's probably rough. in a cup or cabinet somewhere in my parents' house. But yeah, that, it's. It's smooth, it's rich. Um, yeah. You can drink it with any meal, hence breakfast out. So if you want to drink brunch, it's weird to find a beer that goes with eggs and sausage and stuff. But that one, that one, I go with it. The only slight I'll say, watch, I didn't get number one since I've lived in California. Stouts and dark beer when it's really fucking hot out, not the play. Do they get too warm, or does drinking a room temperature beer when it's hot out just not have the same effect? Well, it's you're not going to go kayaking and, and drink a dark beer. I'll put it that way. That's fair. You drink light That's beers fair. like a like a Lining Kugels or a, a Labatt Blue or a Blue Moon Summer Honey Wheat. Right, um, right. This is like a it's cold outside. It's a rich, dark, mm. heavy beer. Um, the good thing about stouts too, though, you can drink them, and the longer you take to drink it, the better the beer gets because when it's cold, it's delicious. But warm breakfast style. Room temperature or yeah. Which is so yeah. strange to me. That is a weird that is a weird concept to drink something room temperature. And I didn't think I would ever like that until I started drinking wine. Mm. For example, red wine, especially the uh the Stellarosa stuff that I used to get all the time. Mm -hmm. I can't drink that stuff chilled. It tastes different. I like it. I like it's it. Gotta be room temperature. Warm too, yeah. Yeah. What's uh anyway, number two for you? All right. Uh, my number two is the classic regular Blue Moon. Mm. I And the reason this is also up here is because, one, it's a completely separate beer. Uh, but two, I drink this stuff all the time. This is my go-to because, for a couple of reasons, one, is readily available uh, on, on the shelves, right, year-round. And two, it's on almost every restaurant's 
menu. Like almost any restaurant you go to, they That's have point. moon on tap. That's a good point. So, yeah, all of my top favorite restaurants, you know, I can go in there. I can get a Blue Moon Draft, which is so much better than Blue Moon in a bottle. Which, funny enough, is what I'm drinking right now. That goes for most beers, I think, Hmm. honestly. But the thing I like about Blue Moon, though, is in the bottle, it's still pretty good. Mm -hmm. Does Miller Hard, Mike's Hard count as beer? Technically, no, I think that that's is a, a uh, it's a hard cider. It's a hard cider. Yeah. Hard it's cider a, or hard lemonade. Yeah. Because they have lemonade, right? Yeah. Which, yeah, honestly, I used to fuck up some Mike's Hard <clears throat> back in the day. Honestly. Yeah. You, I didn't. I, I, I thought they were I preferred right. Angry Orchard. I did like the Angry Orchard. Yeah. I like those. Oh, reds. no, 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 no. The red can you used to get. Uh, it's like a forge something. Dude. Right? Yeah. What, what was it? What was it called? What was it called? Fuck! What was that called? Smith and Forge. Smith and, Smith and Forge. Forge hard cider, dude. That stuff you was good. Echo in the big cans too. And anyone yeah. else? Maybe you got a a girlfriend or a wife out there that likes hard ciders too. Get Smith and Forge hard cider. Smith and Forge was you're fantastic. fucking welcome. That best yep. hard cider there is. Hmm. All right, for me. All right, what's number three for you? Let's hit it. We're what going to one I didn't know until I got to California. And it's right down the road, okay. about 10 miles from my house, maybe 12 miles um, from Garage <clears throat> Brewing called Mango Cart. Mango Cart. Okay. It's, it's so just a, fucking good, dude. It's, is it a light beer? Is it an IPA? It's a light beer. Um, okay. But fruit flavored. It's yeah. mango. Yeah. A mango flavor. But okay. it's, got, it's not an overpowering mango. It's a mm-hmm. perfect smooth, kind of like, you know how Blue Moon has it like. It's just a hint of orange. It's a little yeah. thick too, like the consistency of a blue moon. Okay, is a little thicker than like a blood light or a Coors did Light. You, did you say blood light? Might as well be. It tastes like <laughs> fucking blood. This shit's gross. If you guys are wondering, Bud Light's in the fucking bottom of my list. I hate that shit. It tastes like good old alien good old piss butt, water. Butt light. Yeah, butt light's gross. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but mango cart is fucking delicious. I if you well when you come out and visit California, um, I'll take mm. you over to Old Garage Brew and, and get you. A, Hell yeah! If I go out in California, that's my number one beer that I get. Anywhere yeah. I go, uh, is a mango cart automatically. Hell yeah! All right, so my number three. This was my go-to at JL Beers back in the day. This is where I discovered it. Um, Boulevard Unfiltered Wheat. Or Boulevard Wheat. Remember Boulevard that one? Boulevard Wheat. Yeah. That shit was actually really good, yeah. It was good. It's really good. And um, the reason it's on beer. number three, the reason it's on number three for me, for a couple reasons, it, one, it's available year-round. It's usually right next to the Blue Moon in your grocer's case because it's also a light wheat beer, low alcohol. But... um. They designed a special glass bottle for it, which makes it taste really good. Mm. I don't know how that works, but it it just works. And um, I've seen Boulevard Wheat on tap at a couple uh, bars that I've been to, especially here in the Wichita area. Okay. So I like that it's available around. You know what I mean? Speaking of availability... There's one that reigns supreme for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
like you know how college kids when they get drafted they they t- put the hats on and stuff. Oh god, here we go. <laughs> Give me yeah. a fucking Coors Light. Good old Queers Light. <laughs> Give me a fucking Coors Light. Give me them Rocky Blue Mountains. No, uh, I, no, it's a silver bullet. Well, it called. used to be the silver, silver bullet, and then they came out with the the cans. Yeah, I don't have a can. Yeah, the right cans now. are the silver bullets. Yeah, but That's the can call. has the mountains when it's really cold. The mountains glow blue on the can. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Give me the Rocky Mountain oh. Blue. But um, oh, gotcha. It, it, it's a good go to, um, good taste in light beer. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, I prefer Coors Banquet. Oh, well, I do too. I was going for... I drink Coors Light a lot. like <clears throat> More than any beer. And the reason I drink Coors Light a lot, you go to the store and you want to buy a bunch of beer for a party, right? You want to buy a 30 rack? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 15 they bucks. Have it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You go to a, thir- a, a 30 yeah. pack of Labat Blue, that, that bitch ain't 16 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you want some breakfast style? You gotta buy fucking five of those bitches and a six pack yeah. is, is twelve dollars. Mango cart, you're not buying a thirty rack for sixteen bucks. Coors yeah. Light's a good well and cheap. And I think there is something to be said about a beer that's designed to taste good in a can. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like craft beers. And it's really good on tap too. Yeah. But it's... craft beers, it seems like there's more of a disparity between how good it tastes in tap. And how good it tastes in a bottle. That's a good right? point. Yeah. And I think Coors kind of meets right there in the middle. And out of the so the top three major light beers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can even say top four with Michelob Ultra, but Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, Mick Ultra. Those are your top four like like mainstream light beers you can get. Bud Light tastes like piss water. Miller Light's Light okay, but it doesn't have a whole lot of taste. I'm drinking right now because they have the least amount of carbs. Right. But, but they don't have any fucking taste. Um, Michelob tastes fucking disgusting, but you drink it right. for the low carbs. So Coors Light, out of all the light beers, is the one that has the most like flavor, actual flavor. It actually um, has some redeeming qualities. <laughs> now, now, another one. I haven't, they make the list either, just another honorable mention. Uh-huh. I, drink, I drink some Bush Light lately. I always make, oh Bush yeah I always that make fun of Bush Light. Popular, that's the most popular beer in Iowa, where I'm from. I I always made fun Bush of it Light. because yep. they had fucking camo <laughs> boxes and stuff. Bush Light's good, man. It's, I, okay. it's pretty good. It's yeah. a good light beer. I don't know. I, I'm sorry, but it is. All right, what do you got? All right, my number four. Okay, so this one is an interesting pick because it is an international beer. All right. Mm, okay. I just I discovered this. When I was in South Korea, it is a Korean beer called Height, H-I-T-E, Height. It is a wheat beer, but it is also brewed with rice. Hmm. So it has, it's, it's like I said, it's a wheat beer just with rice. Okay. And the barley and the hops and all that kind of good stuff. But it's a light beer that for some reason, the rice just adds a really good flavor. And maybe it this was a like a necessity thing when I was over there because I wanted to be able to drink beer, and you know some of the other stuff that they had wasn't very good. I don't know, but this stuff was actually really good, and I drank a shit ton of this when I was over there. 
because you can't always just get shammered on soju every night. Sometimes you got to take it easy. And height was the go-to. And every restaurant you went to had height. It's, you know, it's, it's the Korean beer, right? I'm so, so glad you brought that up. Yeah? Because I was going to do Modelo as my fifth beer. Mm-hmm. So I, I like me a Modelo. I like a Modelo lime and stuff. Dude, yeah. in Turkey, they have this stuff called Bomanti. Bomanti? Bomanti. Holy <laughs> fuck is it good dude those turks know how to make beer the bomanti factory is like um a f- really like a few miles away from uh uh the base that we were at uh-huh. try not to give too much um well it, by insulin right uh and adana yeah. it was it was over there dude bomanti fucking i'm glad you said that i had forgotten about that beer because i hadn't been in oh Turkey. so you changed so you changed your uh i changed up my fifth for Bomanti. Wow. If you ever get a chance, so you they do a lot of fly throughs to Turkey if you're going overseas. Um, especially okay. if you're on like UAE and stuff like that, they can go through stop through Turkey. Um, we didn't. Interesting. When I was going there, we, we stopped in Bulgaria. Bulgaria was our last stop. Interesting. Before we went there. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a lot of people stop through Turkey <laughs> in Rouse and stuff like that. If you ever get a chance mm. to go to Turkey, um, go get yourself a Bomanti. Okay. It's a light beer. It's about six percent. They will fuck you up. I don't think they don't have the same like laws we do about beer and putting the actual percentage. I think those bitches are ten to twelve percent because I would get. I'm a I'm a beer drinker, right? I'm a yes. I'm a pretty big boy too, and I don't get drunk very very fast. Those would fuck no. me up so hard. And they have delicious taste. They're the only okay. light beer I've ever drank that you could go from. Uh, cold to warm as a light beer, and it would get good. It was good when it was warm. The only hmm. beer I've ever had that was light that was like that. Okay. Um, and they're just delicious. Over overall, fucking delicious. I think it's the second most sold in Turkey behind FS. But FS tastes okay. like it's like Turkish Bud Light to me. It tastes like piss water. Right. Yeah. But it's phenomenal. Alrighty. Well, my last one is a Midwestern staple. Especially if you're from Wisconsin. Yeah. Jones already knew. He already knew the new Glarus spotted cow. People drive from three states over just to stop at a 7-Eleven in Wisconsin and pick up a case of this shit. My uncle is one of them. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't you bring some uh, back down for us once? I can't remember how I procured some. Oh, Belcher. Oh. Yeah. When Belcher and his wife were coming back from visiting their family, was it for their wedding? I don't remember, but they, they I picked don't remember, up but some they, spotted cow. Yeah, they picked up some spotted cow for us. I remember that. And oh my gosh, that stuff is good. I do remember the it being only, the only delicious. reason the only reason it's lower on my list is because of availability. Yep. And the fact that I haven't been able to drink very much of it. Yeah. It's a hard one for me. If you can't, well, the only exception on my list right now is Labatt. You can't get it anywhere other than Michigan, it seems like, or right. Canada, obviously. But mm-hmm. the availability is huge for me. That's why Coors right. Light's on there. Because Coors Light really, like, a top five beer, taste wise. <laughs> no, I would probably put a stout over it or Founders Rubeus. Uh-huh. Oh, the Rubius. Yeah, I remember that one. You used like, to drink that one a lot, too. But, like, that availability is key. Yeah. It is key. Yep. You got any honorable mentions you can think of? Yeah, actually, um, the one 
dark beer that I ever actually enjoyed. This was another mm. JL beers. It was from Fifth Street Brew House. Um, it was a breakfast stout. I can't remember what they called it, but it tasted like a cinnamon roll. It was so good. Really? It it was a dark beer served in a six ounce sifter, just like your founders. I I remember this specifically because when I discovered this was the same time you were having your big beer fast and you weren't drinking beer like at all. Oh no. So I never got a chance to introduce this to you. Oh, I remember this specifically. Um, I was on keto, right? Yes. This is when you first started doing keto was, and you like, went off keto. beer. Yeah, you did. Was 35 but pounds. you, you swore off beer. So it got to the point where you wouldn't even come to jail beers with us. Yeah, that's right. Cause I would, if I go to jail beers, you're on keto. I'm going to get a fucking Humpty Dumpty burger. Mm-hmm. With, with a the black dark, bean patty with the black bean or just a regular patty yeah and some fucking barbecue fries and oh, um and a, <laughs> barbecue fries and, and, a, and a gigantic dark beer or four or five mm. small dark beers <laughs> that's twenty thousand. Yeah, i, I remember right trying it i think i was there with hunt and pounders i, f- I forget who i was there with but i tried it and I thought, oh my god, I want to introduce Joe's to this. Oh shit, I can't. He's not drinking beer right now, and I don't want to be the guy that's like, "Hey, break your break your diet, break your diet." You know, I don't want to be the bad friend here. Yeah. So yeah, and I I I tried it the one time, never tried it again, never found it again, never found any place that sold it. Oh, it just sold out right there. It was there. a one and done. Yeah, that was it. The one time I drank it, and it made that much of an impression on me. Wow. And you don't like dark beers? No, that's the thing. I was in my mind. I was thinking, did I like? Because I would do it a lot. I'd be all drunk and I'd be like, "Oh, drink my beer." And be like, "No," he'd be like, "Yeah, well, my no." I I like, okay. tried quite a few of your black, your black ones, dark beers. I tried almost all of them. Yeah, just and like... they all had the same. It was the aftertaste that I couldn't get behind. Mm-hmm. But this one, it was like half of it was rum chata. You know what I mean? Like it mm. was good. Yum. It was it was so good. But I haven't been able to find it. We're going to have um, to do, do a mixed drink, yeah. one of these at some point. Because talking about this, like the rum shot, when you said that, I was like, man. Cinnamon Toast Crunch shot. There's some fucking good ass <laughs> shots of mixed drinks I'm thinking of right now. Oh, man. But, that's, what we should, that's what we should do next week. Our top five uh, shots. Top five shots. Yes. Mm. I Oh, that's a good one. Let me write that down. Because so, I'm going to yeah, forget. Yeah, write, write that down. Yeah. Um, All right. Are you ready to move on? Yeah. You know, I think so. Um, head back here real yeah. quick. All right. Ooh, didn't pre-plan this. We're gonna have to skip this one this week. Okay. My bad. No hero. Hero week. of the week. I'm sorry. We'll do it next week. We're doing a slightly expedited uh, episode this week. Yeah, because O'Leary's got to <laughs> get up in fucking four and a half hours, basically. Once we're About- done with this. Yeah, about five, about four and a half hours. It's going to be rough. All righty, so we're skipping on to On This Week in History? We are. Let me hit my... All right. Boop. Oh, I never gave you the dates. Uh, the dates are going to be the 5th of February through the 11th of February. That is the week we are covering. Beautiful. All right. So... 
Uh, starting with February 5, our featured event takes us back to 146 BC. The Third Punic War ended. This was the one of three wars between Rome and Carthage, which is now situated in north-central Africa. Uh, it came to an end on this day in 146 BC, culminating in the final destruction of Carthage, the enslavement of his people, and Roman control over the entirety of the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah, and uh, so that's the featured event for this day. The featured biography of today, as in February 5th, was the birth of Amer uh, American baseball player and absolute legend Hank Aaron. Uh, born February 5th, 1934 in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, absolutely a great player. Uh, held the home run record for a number of years. Uh, more events on this day. 2020, <laughs> uh, Donald Trump survived his second impeachment over a supposed Ukraine scandal. And let's see what else we got. Oh, this one ticked me off. 2017. <laughs> was the infamous Super Bowl in which Tom Brady overcame a 25-point deficit to defeat the Atlanta Falcons. And Matt Ryan hasn't been the same since. I know. Holy cow. Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, back in 2003, U.S. Secretary of State Colin Powell appeared before the United Nations Security Council to prevent evidence that Iraq possessed prescribed weapons of mass destruction and posed an imminent danger. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, 1985 was the birth of Portuguese football soccer legend Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the finest forwards of his generation. He was born in Portugal, 1985. Let's see what else we got. Uh, 1917, Mexico adopted its present constitution. That's pretty cool. And that is it for February 5th. Moving on to February 6th, our featured event of the day. Queen Elizabeth II ascends to the throne of Great Britain and the United Kingdom on this day in 1952, following the death of her husband, King George. The Roman numerals are hard. Uh, the sixth, King George VI. Uh, the featured biography is the birth of President Ronald Reagan, born February 6, 1911 in Tampico, Illinois. Uh, let's see what else we got. 2018, SpaceX's Falcon Heavy rocket had its first test flight. And uh, that's when they launched the car into space. That was kind of cool. Uh, 2014, American comedian Jay Leno hosted his last episode of The Tonight Show. He had previously retired in 2009, but returned the following year. I loved his uh, series headlines that he did on Monday nights. You remember that one? Oh, that one was hilarious. No, I don't, actually. Really? Yeah, I didn't uh, watch a whole lot of that when I was, I was younger. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Another biography, 1945. Jamaican singer-songwriter and the godfather of reggae. Do you know who I'm talking about, Jones? The Bob Marley? The Bob Marley. He was Bob born Marley. on this day in 1945. Let's see what else we got. Oh, another birthday. 1895. Baseball legend known for his big bat, big belly, and horse. Horrible diet. You know who I'm talking about, Jones? What was your again? 1895 was Babe his Ruth? birthday. Babe Ruth, the great Bambino, the Salt and the Swat, the Colossus of Clout. The man was fucking ripping cigs oh and my God. hitting home runs. 
12 hot dogs a game. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. Anyway, uh, let's see what else we got. All right, moving on. Uh, February 7. All right, our featured event, 1964, the British Musical Invasion. Based on that, Jones, you know who I'm talking about? Here again. 1964, the British Musical Invasion started with this band. The Beatles? The Beatles. Damn, my <laughs> trivia is the shit. You're, you're killing it today. Yeah. All right. So they landed in New York City on this day on February 7, 1964. And two nights later at Beatlemania or as Beatlemania stormed America, their performance on the Ed Sullivan show was watched by 73 million viewers. Yeah. Uh, and featured biography born on this day, 1812 in England, the great British novelist Charles Dickens. He uh, famously wrote the um Oh, Jesus. The Ebenezer Scrooge uh, Christmas Story. Among others. Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, 2019. The first... Uh, yeah, I read that right. Frank Robinson, the first black manager of Major League Baseball. He died at 82 in 2019. Let's see what else we got. Blase, blase, blah, blase, blase, blah. Ah, 1974, Granada gained independence from the United Kingdom. And I make this joke every single time, but it seems like it keeps on happening. Independence Day is a holiday celebrated on average once every seven days. Independence Day from England, specifically. Uh, let's see, another biography, 1966, American comedian Chris Rock was born. Had a great stand-up career, great acting career, and recently, and most notably known for being smacked like a bitch by Will Smith. And he's coming out with <laughs> a um, stand-up that's going to be on Netflix here in the next couple oh, of Oh, really? Yeah, very uh, touted. Okay, here we go, Jones. Uh, 1940. This Disney animated film had its world premiere and became one of Disney's most beloved classics known for its brilliant animation and compelling story. Uh, I guess that really doesn't narrow it down, does it? Uh, Pinocchio is what I'm talking about. 1940. I had no idea it was that old. Wow. Uh, let's see what else we got. That is it for the 7th. Moving on to February 8th. Oh, excuse me. Our featured event for today takes us all the way back to 1587 with the beheading of Mary, Queen of Scots, the rival of Queen Elizabeth I. Yeah, I need to read up on that history because it's a fascinating bit of history. I just don't know too much about it. I just know Mary, Queen of Scots, was beheaded after her capture. Let's see, moving on. I prepped all this three days ago and I forgot which ones I wanted to talk about. Uh, 1976. Classic American film Taxi Driver, directed mar by Martin Scorsese, had its world premiere. Uh, Jones, do you remember who starred in that as, uh, at a, as a breakout role? A breakout role in what movie again? Taxi Driver, 1976. Martin Lawrence? Nope, Robert De Niro. Oh, I was thinking of a different movie. He did a fantastic job. 
uh, portraying a mentally disabled or mentally unstable Vietnam War vet. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got. Don't care about that. Don't care about that. Don't care about that. And yeah, okay, but all right, moving on. February nine, we're just cruising right along. Our featured event, Calcutta restored to British control. Calcutta being a region of India. Once again, Great Britain ruling places. This was in 1757. Let's see what else we got. Ah, 1943, the Battle of Guadalcanal ended with an Allied victory over Japan. That battle lasted a long time. I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's the um, that's the battle that the movie Hacksaw Ridge is based on, or maybe that was Iwo Jima. I can't remember. I'll have to brush up on that. And. And alrighty, I said we were going to February 11th, correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. On this day, February 10th, our featured event. This is kind of a cool one for us, Jones, being chess players ourselves. 1996, world chess champion Gary Kasparov began a six-round match against Deep Blue, a new chess-playing computer built by IBM in which Kasparov claimed a 4-2 to two victory. Um, Deep Blue was the original chess computer, which has now been revamped a couple of different times. Um, and now chess computers are so advanced that they can predict a perfect game mathematically, which is kind of crazy. Well, with what AI has become recently, right? It's kind of it's, insane. That's scary. Yeah. That's where it started, really. Uh, more events on this day, 2014, uh, at the age of 85, American actress Shirley Temple died. Uh, she was a, uh, child star, uh, at the top of the Hollywood box offices from 1935 to 1939. Uh, uh yeah, famous for the, the dancing and singing routines. Yeah, she died at 85. Back in 2014. Let's see what else we got. Oh, uh, here's a good one. 1962, U.S. Airman Francis Gary Powers, who was the captured U-2 spy plane pilot, who was shot down over the Soviet Union in 1960, and was later convicted of espionage. He was traded for a Soviet spy named Rudolf Abel. Now, if you don't know the history behind this one, there's a really great movie out, which was released a couple years ago, starring Tom, Cr Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, called Bridge of Spies. That covers um, this prisoner exchange. Great movie. Very well done. Let's see what else we got. Oh, love this one. Uh, 1957, American author Laura, Laura Ingalls Wilder died at age 90. She was the author of the famous Little House series, which I read as a kid. Love those books. Little House on the Prairie, Little House in the Big Woods. Uh, I think there were four, four or five books in that Little House series. I can't remember. I just remember reading them as a kid and I loved them. Great books. <clears throat> All right, let's see what else we got. That is it 
for February 11 or February 10, February 11, 2012. Um, a very sad day as American R&B singer Whitney Houston died at age 48, arguably one of the greatest female singers of all time. Uh, she was a pop superstar in the 80s. Tons of great hits. Yeah, she died on this day in 2012 at the age of 48, way before her time. What else we got? Oh, I remember when this was happening. In 2011, the Egyptian president, Hosni Mubarak, stepped down after nearly 30 years in power following mass demonstrations that were part of the pro-democracy uprising known as Arab Spring. This was in 2011. I remember following this because it, it was a big deal when he finally resigned. Uh, speaking of political figures... Uh, in 1990, uh, after serving 27 years in prison, Nelson Mandela was released, and he subsequently began negotiating with President de Klerk that ended apartheid in South Africa. Also, he's the namesake of the famous Mandela Effect, which is a phenomena in which a bunch of people inaccurately remember details about something from history. Have you ever heard of that, Jones, the Mandela Effect? Oh, I've heard of it, and uh, I'm probably a culprit of that, because my memory is right? shit. Everybody is, everybody is, but it, it's funny, so he, he's the person who this is named after, and it started because, for some reason, a ton of people uh, thought that he died in prison, right? So a ton of people are misremembering this particular fact of history. No, he was in prison for 27 years was released and then later became the president of South Africa. So, uh, speaking of presidents, British politician, oh, this is back in 1975, British politician Margaret Thatcher was elected leader of the Conservative Party, replacing somebody who I don't care about. She later became Europe's first woman prime minister four years later in 1979. So, good for her. Uh, let's see, another birthday, 1969, American actress Jennifer Aniston who was known for her breakout role in this television sitcom Friends, which aired from 1994 to 2004. Let's see what else we got here. Ah, here we go. Last one of the day. 1847 was the birth of American inventor Thomas Edison, who single, singly or jointly held a world record of 1,093 patents and who played a critical role in the into the introduction of the modern age of electricity he was born february 11 1847 so that is your week in history summed up nice bazinga bazinga yeah you know so while you were doing that the, i was able to uh, listen do trivia mm -hmm. and finish an assignment at the same time heck yeah <laughs> and i learned a lot not only from That's my school, idea. but also from history. <laughs> Heck yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Since um, in the uh, in the spirit of this being a slightly expedited exercise, we are going to forego the Darwin Awards this year. We are. Here. Week. We're going to forego the Darwin Awards this week, and we're going to skip right into our favorite segment. By far Don't our favorite. Don't get me started. I love this segment. Don't get me started. Don't I love it. Get me started. Or on my stream deck, DGMS. 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 I like it. All right. So as a reminder, the way this game works is we are going to give each other. We're going to take turns giving each other a random topic. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be a beer related topic because we're we have a beer theme this week. We do. Uh, we're going to give each other a beer related topic, and then we're going to tell each other you either love it or you hate it, and then you instantly have to go on a minute long rant on all the reasons why you either love or hate this particular topic. Right. That's the way we do it. Now, cool. do you want your like or your dislike first? Let's do my let's do my dislike first. Let's Ooh. let's shake it up. What's my dislike? You better be glad we did our top five first, because you detest Blue Moon. Blue Moon, yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All, right. All right, I hate Blue Moon because I drink beer to get drunk. I don't want to drink this fruity ass orange flavored light beer. Right. What's the what's the point? If I want to drink a fruit flavored something, I'll drink juice. Right. Why do you got to mix? Why do you got to mix fruit and beer? I want my bread flavored soda to be bread flavored soda. You know what I mean? I I don't need I don't need the introduction of orange peel. I don't care if it's from Valencia, whatever. Uh, uh, Let's see. Why else do I hate Blue Moon? Uh, (laughs) Uh, uh, Let's see. Uh, The moon is not blue. So the whole premise of naming your beer after something that doesn't exist is kind of stupid. If it was called White Moon, that would make more sense. But then you're dangerously close to a DC character. Uh, but yeah, Blue Moon's stupid. Show. It was a good show. I heard much different. <laughs> Did you watch it? Oh, fuck. I don't watch shows. I, I play games. Fair enough. Fuck. No, I'm just kidding. I only do one. Yes, Echo. Things. That's exactly that's exactly who I'm talking about. Moon Knight. I did not hear good things about it. It was a good show. I enjoyed it. Well, I'll have to take a watch then. All right, Jones, you want your like or your hate? Mm, well, we'll go with the same. I'll, I'll do my hate. All right, you hate beer pong. <sighs> Bitch. <laughs> All right, I hate beer pong. You know, one reason, because I'm fucking old now. I'm and too old to be it. taken. Well, that's just statistically not true. <laughs> and I fucking hate statistics, but I win a lot. Um, a lot. Still have the table. Still beat people. Um, if I were to still play, obviously I don't, cause I'm an old, matured man now. I drink my pinky up. You know what I'm saying? Drink my. It just makes you gay. No, it, it makes you. <laughs> no, that's pinky somewhere else. And, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I uh. I'm an old distinguished gentleman now. I smoke cigars and drink whiskey. I don't have time for beer pong and their childish games. Are you kidding me? Who cares if you put water in a cup, throw a ball in it like you're playing basketball and you're white and you don't know how to play basketball, and suddenly you're pretty good at throwing a ball in a hoop? You know, maybe my 18-year-old self would like that, but not my 28-year-old self. Your 18-year-old self shouldn't be playing beer pong to begin with. Oh, I played a lot of beer pong. (laughs) I played played a lot of beer pong. And that's when I was at my peak. That's when I was good. Mm. That Got the... Just the right amount of arc. Wait. I was pretty good at beer pong. Man, we played played the shit out of that up in Minot. Yeah. We played the shit out of it. So, short... Short uh, diatribe, right? Not the right word, but okay. No explanation, yeah, stuff like that. So beer pong. If no one knows what a beer pong beer pong is, you have what's that? Four, three, two, one, four, seven. It's ten cups, right? Ten so cups. You have ten cups each side. 
most arrange people play a pyramid. it. Arrange in a pyramid. Most people um, play it with like the traditional way to play is beer in your cup. Right. Um, that's fucking gross to me. I've always thought that was gross. I've done it like that. You've got people in their dirty ass fingers and the dirty ball flocked by the mm-hmm. ground. So it's says shoot getting cat hair and shit. You're drinking beer with cat hair in it. It's disgusting. Um, right. So we put water in the cups, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you sit there and you make it in, you take it out. It's, it's a good fun party game. Um, and you can just sit there and sip your beer instead of our college people who are probably listening who put actual fucking beer in their cups and do beer. Yeah, that's nasty. That's That's fucking gross. If you're going to do that, be a fucking man. Put vodka. Because we did that before, and that was a terrible (laughs) idea. (laughs) That's right. I'm surprised I even remember that night. I don't. Very much. Alrighty. What's what's my love? What's my love? Uh, You love flat beer. Flat beer. Oh, yeah. Just like you love chests. Flat. Yeah. Right. I like my beer like I like my chests. (laughs) All right. So the best thing about flat beer is that once it goes flat, it can't get any worse than that. Right. So it's like flat beer is like cold pizza. It's a good angle. You've already bottomed out. And if you like it, great. You can drink it or eat it whenever. Right. Hell, you, you pair flat beer with cold pizza. You're you're living. That's that's college right there. That is college. But yeah. Right so <laughs> if you can get to the point where you like flat beer, then it doesn't matter if your beer's crap, right? Because you like it. That's a yeah? good point. So when I go to when I go to a Twins game and pay for an overpriced beer, I don't expect much, right? And if it happens to be flat, cool. I already like flat beer, just like cold pizza. There it is. <laughs> I hate me a flat beer. Uh, oh, oh, it's so dude. bad. Especially if you go out somewhere and you're like, man, I can't wait. I've been on keto for fucking four weeks, six weeks or something. Lost 35 pounds, 40 pounds. I'm going to have a beer. You go out, mm-hmm. they pour you the beer, or you get a beer, open it again, right? Take a sip. With no head. Flat as yeah. fuck. And you're like, oh, you ruined my whole fucking day. It's a day ruiner. A flat beer is an entire kinda, day ruiner. It kind of is, yeah. Especially if you buy a, a case and they're all flat, and you're like, fuck! <laughs> right? Damn it. All right, yeah. what, what do I got? All right. That was it, wasn't it? Oh, no, this is your love. Hmm, yes, my love. You love IPAs. <laughs> all right. I love IPAs, right? And here's here's actually, this is actually somewhat truthful. So there's this beer that comes out of Bell's uh, Brewing. It's called Two Hearted. It's uh, got Two Hearted. Yeah, it's got a couple. Uh, I think they're trout. Yeah. I don't remember off the top of my head. I think they're trout on there. Um, but that's actually a pretty solid beer. I used to drink it when I was younger and didn't have any other beer taste. Uh, but it got me by. Um, it it tastes like feet, but not like like gross feet. Like if you were like had a foot fetish, you like sucking toes. That's what an IPA tastes like for the most part. Um, and we all know how much you love feet. <laughs> <laughs> and I love feet. So uh, no, but it's you can get some IPAs that are delicious. And if you find those diamonds in the rough, um, you can find a pretty good beer. 
And I like looking for those those diamonds in the rough. Mm. Now the rest of those drinks are fucking gross. Ugh. It Horrible. tastes like like fermented it's way too much feet. hops. Yeah. Oh. And it smells like fermented feet. Oh, there's a couple out there that are okay. There's there's a couple out there that are pretty good. Founders has one um that's pretty good. Technically, if we want to get technical, Spotted Cow is an IPA. <clears throat> Don't ruin my life like that. <coughs> it wasn't an intentional. <laughs> but are you good? Oh, I thought so. Let me drink Wrong some tube. Nice non-IPA beer. Oh, clears me up. All right. All right. All right. Uh, would you rather? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's hit it. Hit me with it. What you got for me? Would you rather drink a warm beer or a Bud Light? Bud Light. Yeah, that was easy. Mm, think so? Because at least the Bud. Because at least the Bud Light's cold. I'm the opposite of the spectrum. I would rather drink river water than a Bud Light. Depending on what river it is, river water is actually pretty I would, good. I would rather fucking drink river water in Flint, Michigan oh. than a fucking Bud Light. <laughs> you could set that shit on fire and I'd drink it. As long as I didn't have to wash it down with a fucking Bud Light. That's fair. Ugh. That's fair. But for me, beer is kind of like water. It, as long as it's cold... It automatically tastes better than the same thing if it's warm. Hmm. Yeah. That's a good explanation of it, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, all right. Are you ready? Yep. All right. So th- this one's a little complicated, but bear with me here. Would you rather all your beer is free, but you can only drink Budweiser, oh. or or every beer you buy is twice as expensive? I would rather spend way more fucking money then drink that fucking horse piss beer that's Bud Light. <laughs> I can't stand. That's the only beer I hate. It's the only one. There's no political reason for it. There's no <laughs> any reason for it besides taste. It tastes like piss water. It could be cold. It tastes like piss water. It could be warm. It tastes like piss water. The people who drink it are in a fucking cult. They're like, oh, I fucking love Bud Light. <laughs> no, you drink piss. And you enjoy it. There's literally a rich dude taking all of your money and rubbing against his naked fat body, right? While he's pissing in a can. <laughs> and he's handing it to you and be like, this is delicious. And you're like, oh, yes, daddy, thanks. Piss in my mouth more. Oh my That's God. what Bud Light is. Wow. Tell me how you really feel. Shit. Blech. And thank you for that that mental picture now. <laughs> I'm good. That's going to be the last thing going to my head as I drift off to sleep tonight. <laughs> I was thinking of like a comic, like the if that was an a, old fat guy rubbing his nipples while he's with, peeing with with a thousand dollar bills, ten thousand dollar bills, <laughs> pissing in a, a Bud Light can. Yeah, uh, Bud Light's so gross. I would rather pay four times more for a beer and have a good beer. Ugh. That's just me. all right. Well, speaking of beer, shall we continue our? Uh, our beer themed run here. I think so. While you explain what that is, I'm going to use the restroom. 
Well, before we go make some Bud Light, can you can you adjust our title? Fuck. You know we were doing pretty good, and then we weren't. We were. Uh, where is my? You said it was craft beer versus production beer. We'll do craft versus mainstream. Sure, easier. Uh. All right. Well, yeah. I'm gonna go pee. I'm gonna go make some Bud Light. All right, so while Jones goes and makes some Bud Light, um, our the way we've been doing our debates is we we try to keep these lighthearted. Um, most of our topics are uh, food related because that's one of the few things we know of that we consistently disagree on. So some of our past debates have been like the best sauce. Like, I think we did ranch versus barbecue sauce, in which case I wiped the floor with Jones. Uh, we've also done best pizza. We've done best Thanksgiving side. We've done... Hell, what else have we done that's food-related? Trying to think now. But yeah, so... Um, yeah, the debates that we do, we try to keep them lighthearted, uh, which is going to be in a stark contrast to when we start doing Devil's Advocate. That one will be serious. Um either political or um socio economic what have you we'll we'll actually discuss some of a something of a hot hot button topic but for now uh in keeping with our beer theme we decided we were going to argue craft beers versus your production beers and uh Jones would you like to would you like to start off yes before you we start off uh i just want to for the record say you did not beat me in that ranch versus barbecue debate. Yes, I did. There's no way. Ranch yes, is did. by far better than any sauce. Even it's even no. better than ketchup. No. It's better than everything. So no. nobody nobody goes to a store and gets French fries with ranch. They get French fries with ketchup. Literally every single person in the Midwest. All of them. No. Every single no. one of them. And the people out here. And the people in the South. <laughs> eh, they might like barbecue sauce a little bit. But you know what they put with yeah. their barbecue sauce? Ranch. Anyways. Anyways. Anyway. Second tier backup sauce. You mean the thing I search for more than love? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so today we have... I'm going to argue in favor of craft beers. Mm -hmm. And Jones is going to attempt to argue in favor of Bud Light. Uh, no. Not and close. All, the, all the other production beers that taste just like it. Well, one. Go for it. Fuck Go you. for it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do mainstream beers. And this is the reason why. Mainstream beers are all dependable. Right? They're the most sold beers in the United States. Um, They're always there. And every single store, every single bar you ever go to, there's always a mainstream beer. It doesn't matter if you're German, Mexican, fucking from Panama, you're from Tennessee, California, Canada, China, whatever. There's a mainstream beer in your country that everyone loves. It's usually a decent price. Um, it's not super fancy. It's for the average working man to get home from a long day at work, sit down, crack open a beer, watch some sports, and 
relax, right? That's what mainstream beer is. That's your Coors Lights. That's your Bush Latte, right? That's your Coors Bush Banquet. It, it's not super fancy and, and ridiculous taste that you don't need. It's just dependable. Okay. All right. Decent start. We got some we got some stuff to work with here. All right. So craft beer <clears throat> is better than your production beer for the simple reason that it is craft by nature and by name, right? More care has been into perfecting a beer that isn't for the sole purpose of one, tasting like piss water. Two, being able to be cranked out in mass quantities for your college dorm room binge nights. And three, it is a perfected recipe, right? Whether that be a lighter wheat beer, whether that be a darker stout, or whether it be an IPA. IPA being the broader market here. But craft beer is better because it is a perfected recipe. That incorporates better flavors, uh, better alcohol content, and it isn't just mass-produced and just, here you go, here's a product. It's a product that people can be proud of, not just mass-produced on an assembly line. All right. Patch Blue Ribbon has been out since 1844, mm-hmm. and it's tasted the same since 1844 you talk about a fucking a perfected you talk about perfected recipe mainstream beers have that shit on lock the one thing about mainstream beers is they have Bud Light which tastes like piss water craft beer has a hundred thousand Bud Lights that taste like piss water right Mm. oh oh yeah you go to a fucking craft brewery there might be one good beer on tap maybe maybe one good beer on tap if you go to a bar anywhere else, they might have one craft beer in there. That's the one good craft beer you can find out of the 10,000 craft beers they have that taste like feet because they're fucking IPAs, right? You go get yourself a Modelo, a Pacifico, uh, a Corona with lime. How many songs are there about fucking craft beer? Now, how many country songs? How many, how many songs are there about Corona? How many songs are there about well, there's a couple. How many songs are there about um, mainstream beers? It's Corona. Basically, Corona every country beer? song ever. No. No. Hmm. It's like super mainstream. That's like the the <clears throat> biggest cerveza there is. Right behind that's Modelo. Then you got Pacifico. Yeah. Um, then you got Tecate, which I never had. I guess that's the one that... Um, yeah, I haven't either. So I don't think I've ever had a... I don't think I've ever had a cerveza, a legitimate cerveza, which is funny enough. That's just the Spanish word for beer. <laughs> They're different. There's a big difference between a cerveza and a regular is, beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is definitely a different thing. But back to my original point. They're not um, perfected. There's some pretty good craft beers out there. I'll give you that. There are some fantastic I love me ones. some mango carts. I there love are, me Founders there Brewing. Are craft, there are craft breweries all over. Okay, funny you should mention that. How many beers in your top five, in your top five, Jones, were are craft beers? Two. Three? Two. 
Bomanti is a mainstream beer from Turkey. Mm-hmm. Coors Light is Coors Light. Right. Um, Labatt Blue Light is Labatt, a mainstream that's beer. That's a. It is. It's commit. It's it's Canada's beer. Mm. Labatt Blue so, and Molson so are founders, Canada's beer. So founders of Mango Mango Cart. Okay. And then my honorable mention was Modelo, and then Bush Latte. Mm. I love saying Bush Latte. I don't know why. It makes me happy. <laughs> There are oh, there are good craft beers, but the perfected portion I don't think necessarily is the best argument towards per- craft beers because a perfected it's- recipe is something that's been the same for years and it just it works and everyone likes it, and that's a Coors Light. That's I'm not a, sure. I'm not a, sure. That's a regular Michelin. That's a you know. I think that's more of a banquet. refusal to change, whereas. The nature of craft beers is the pushing of the envelope and trying to come up with something new, I, some, something different, something I think that's the problem though. There's been companies that's challenging the uh, the status quo, as it were. I think the nature of a mainstream beer is that it's just bland, but it's safe. People like it because it's not trying to do anything crazy. Mainstream beers are the Glocks of the beer world don't you do that it's just yeah do, don't you mainstream do that beers, mainstream beer mainstream beer is no like no because glocks is for basic bitches basic exactly no no no. no 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 that's you want something that tries to push the envelope try to make some changes uh reinvent the wheel you go for a craft beer a glock is safe people know what they're getting well it's actually not it's safe been around have for, a good it's been around for a long mechanism, time but no, safe as in not okay. crazy, not outside of the normal. Echo says right? you make a good good point, right? But right. I'll, people I'll, buy uh... a Glock because it's basic, it's simple, it's easy, doesn't require a lot of effort. You can say the same and thing it, about and Sig. it's consistent. You can say the same thing about HK. But we're not arguing about guns. We're not those arguing are, about guns. Those here. are fucking those are HK's all com- commercial unique. fucking Mainstream I'm guns. Not talking, all right, I'm not, we're, we're just not like my commercial here, mainstream we? beer. So I'll tell you, it's basic. You know mainstream who does craft beer better than most craft beer companies? Mainstream beer. You know why? Because that doesn't even make sense. I'll, I'll, I'll let you give me give me a sec to explain. Give me a brand. So give me a brand here. Coors. So all these seltzers and stuff came out, right? Coors came in, they're like, fucking hold my beer and my lime and watch this shit. I'm going to make a seltzer better than all of you. You know what they did? That. Um, same with Coors. They made delicious seltzers, too. Seltzer um, is not beer. I'm just saying, these craft fucking fruity booty things, and I We're, hate. You're and, not even arguing about beer One anymore. second. One second. I fucking hate Bud Light, and I hate Budweiser, but... Anheuser-Busch, the company that owns basically every beer on the planet, they do it the corporate capitalism American way. And they go, congratulations, you were a craft beer, you had this brewery, you are now mainstream. We're going to buy you for millions of dollars and make you mainstream. <laughs> and that's what happens to Founders, Bells, uh, um, oh, Bell's got Sierra, too, huh? Sierra Nevada, um, like all these beers are like, oh, you were craft, but how about you could become mainstream? Come to the dark side. 
make L- I, make you, 25 times against, more you're money. You're arguing against yourself. You just described mainstream beer as the dark side. It's what beer doesn't want to be. No, plain what, Jane. And boring. It's not plain Jane. Tasteless. Boring, tasteless. Piss water. It's not. Just you know, you're talking. You're you're the, telling the me brands right now that you're describing are the diamonds in the rough within the mainstream beer. Name me five craft beers off the top of your head. Uh, you have Moon, ten seconds. Sunseeker, Lining Kugels, no, nope. uh, Shock Top, no. Those, those are mainstream those are craft now. Beers. Not that- fuck yeah, those bitches are bought out. Ten years ago. Just because they got bought out doesn't mean that that's what not what they were originally. They ain't craft no more. They mainstream. Hold on a second. They're in every single fucking store you go into. They're in a lot of bars you ever go into. There's a shock top and a line in Google. Yeah, but they're still brewed small batch. No, they're not. They're yeah. brewed fucking factory style. Bush said, Anheuser-Busch said, hey, we're going to buy that. And we're going to build another multi-million dollar facility. And we're just going to produce your beer in these two multi-million dollar facilities. And we're going to ship it for you to all 50 states. And then around the world, we'll take 55%. You take 45%. I don't know if that's the actual money that they get. We'll take X and you take X. You are now a, a large populous beer. If you are found in, in most restaurants, you are not a craft beer. Craft beer is like you go down to the so local then, brewery. So then, would you, they, so then would you be arguing that becoming a mainstream beer is not a good thing? Fuck. No, I wouldn't argue that at all. I even wouldn't argue that like you said it's not a good thing, right? So I wouldn't argue that because that it gives availability to more people. And what's, I mean, your goal as a brewer is to have people drink your beer and, and enjoy your product. So becoming mainstream is actually a good thing. Not only are you making more profit, but um, you're giving your availability more to uh, more people in the United States, and that's cool. That's I still thing. don't. Like I still Nevada. don't agree. I still don't agree with the point you made about just because my product was bought out by a big company doesn't make me craft anymore. Well, think about like this, I, like I, founders. I don't, I don't right? think I. I don't think I agree with that premise. Founders was a all right. Echo, see you later, man. Thanks for stopping by and. Hold on, Echo. Before you, uh, before you dip out, I need to know your opinion on who's winning this debate here. Yeah, we probably should have put a premise before we did this debate, actually, (laughs) because I could just pull rules out my ass. (laughs) I'm like the referees tonight. You're you're very good. You're very good at pulling shit out your ass. Yeah, not putting it in, pulling shit out. It's pretty good. Like, like trying to argue that mainstream beer is anything other than basic white bitch. No, it's. Mainstream beer, craft beer is you go to a local brewery and you get something from there, like jail beers. And, the jail and beers, unique. beers are uh, they're a craft. They're not they're not a national or multi state thing. They're a local or maybe maybe a couple states they're in. Right, that's a craft beer. What mm-hmm. that's what founders used to be. But there comes a point when you're when you branch out and you become national, you're now a mainstream beer. If you're a national product and you can get it in, in a bunch of States, it's not just the, like the Midwest or the Northeast or whatever. You're now a mainstream beer. Kind of like how Sam Adams, when Sam Adams was first made, I guess technically was a craft beer, but it's yeah. one of the biggest beer brands there is. So it's, it's I would, still, I would still argue that shitter, though. what, what makes you craft versus 
mainstream is i think it would boil down to um production techniques and the care you put into as a brewer or distiller to create a product that is unique in and of itself you know what i mean like for example blue moon what sets blue moon apart is the adding of the valencia orange peel in the brewing process right there are orange there are other orange flavored beers like shock top for example Mm -hmm. but blue moon does it differently so i would i would argue that just because i can do different on a large scale and ship it internationally i wouldn't argue that that suddenly makes me mainstream though well i think 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 it has um it has to have something to do with the care i'm making or the care i'm putting into my product making it unique making it different um adding different levels of either your hoppiness or your sweet with your wheat or whatever the case is or brewing it with something completely different well i would argue i would argue that scale has less to do with it than creating a unique product well if my product hasn't if my product hasn't evolved in 60 years then i would argue that i'm about pushing out a safe product that i know people like rather than pushing the envelope and try to create something new and unique well that's not what these brands do though they go okay i have my my um my mainline beer right this is our our company's most famous beer we're gonna make this so like Ugh, like that's moment like sam adams for, for example sam adams you would agree is a pretty mainstream beer people drink sam adams like crazy i don't necessarily like the regular sam adams but um, Sam Adams, and, but they're really known for their craft stuff, their Oktoberfest, their summer beer, um, their reds, stuff like that. Sam Adams is known for more so than their than their their main beer, their main Sam Adams beer. They're known for their winter lager. They're known for their summer beer, Boston they're, lager. And, they're known for yeah, their um, their Oktoberfest is like the best Oktoberfest. Oh yeah. So there's yeah, these companies. That one's huge. These companies aren't um get out of here with that. <laughs> uh he, Echoes the smart man. Well he did say Echoes, Echoes point Echoes before this one, when but I called it the dark side and he came over my side. But <laughs> these big major companies, maybe you could argue, aren't trying to brew new beers just for the taste. Maybe they're trying to do it just to make money, which I would I would agree with you on that. But they're trying to make more shit. To make more money that that's that's how it is but to say that having a beer that's been the same for fucking 90 years no 100 what's that i said 1844 how many years is that 200 some yeah almost 200 years that's an impressive feat that means your beer is is good and you could have probably tried out branch other things but that the reason they're successful in their mainstream is because their product was phenomenal and you're, I think you'll see a lot of these craft beers like Founders, uh, Bells, which have, has reached mainstream now. I think you'll see a lot of them in the future reach that level because if they have a good product, they're going to become mainstream. Craft is like, I go to the fucking brewery down down the road to Inland Wharf owned by a veteran. He makes good stouts, and I go drink that. Like, that's a good fucking beer, and I appreciate that beer. Right. But, but when, I'm in, the means. when I'm in so Arizona then... trying on Lake Havasu trying to have a good time, can I buy jerry's fucking stout no i can't that sucks i wish you could 
but it again, can't. I, st I, can buy I still feel, light, I still feel like you're operating on the premise that craft beer simply means I, as a brewer, don't possess the means to export on a wide scale. I think that's a a hang up that you're operating under. Maybe. But I will say but, that the availability there, well, of a mainstream there beer is a part of it. Yeah, there is a part it. of that that is true. Uh, whether by choice or by necessity, New Glarus doesn't sell their beer outside of Wisconsin, mm -hmm. right? That that's probably a choice rather than um them being forced to do that. I feel like so. Okay, so then my question to you then is: Do you consider New Glarus a Spotted craft? Cow? New Glarus is the parent company. Spotted uh, yeah. Cow is a Spotted Cow is a particular beer it's, that it's they a make. regional. I would say regional's fine. Regional could probably be classified as as uh as craft then. Okay, so, blue, so then so, so then that for be... the sake of for the sake of argument then, um say New Glarus does not get bought out by a massive company but still manages to start selling nationwide or worldwide. Mm -hmm. Do they cease becoming a craft brewery at that point? In your opinion, based on the arguments that you presented thus far. So you said if they, if, if they don't get New bought Glarus, out, correct. If New Glarus stays the parent company and then they just decide one day, I'm going to start exporting to all fifty states and internationally. Does that then make them a not craft brewery but mainstream? If it's accepted by everybody and starts coming and fucking if Applebee's is carrying it. Right. If uh, Chili's is carrying it, if your local Walmart's fucking carrying it, you don't have to go to a specialty store to buy it. Like I would say yes. If it comes to that point, you've crossed the you've crossed the the line between craft to mainstream. Because the whole thing line, about mainstream is that line, according to you, is simply distribution methods. It's availability. It has no it's availability yeah, but that, and that has absolutely nothing to do with the distilling and brewing process. Well, the distilling and brewing process Ap for Coors Light and and Bush Light and stuff is it's not like they're they're going through and whipping people as they fucking make beer and you know they're not kicking their their dead employees into the vats because they couldn't work fast enough. I have like no idea where you're going with this. Like but what I'm saying is what what they makes have craft a good beer product. a craft beer. What makes craft beer a craft beer by definition is doing something different in the brewing or distilling process. It has absolutely nothing to do with ownership or distribution methods. That's where I disagree with you. It can't. My favorite beer company in, in, of all time, as you know, is Founders. Right? Yeah. I love Founders. Founders How started they, they in started Grand Rapids, Michigan. In as a, a small fucking, brewery. As a small making brewery. specialty products. Correct. Yeah? They, okay. Just because they, they got branched out, out above regionally to nationally and now are in stores in California. They're in stores in mm -hmm. New York. They're in stores in Texas. They're in fucking Turkey. But, you know, has their brewing slash distilling process changed at all? No, because or, that's the same fucking. So there we go. Fucking uh, Paps Blue Ribbon has done the same brewing stuff since 1844 where all these people now learn that shit from you know what i'm saying like it's not like like yeah maybe this beer's been around longer so it's more mainstream but that doesn't mean that that they don't 
brew or take the same care of their beer that other people do. It just means that their beer was really fucking good and they decided to give it to more people and more people like it. And now lots and lots and lots of people um, drink it. And it's a mainstream beer, just like a mainstream news station is a fucking Fox News or a CNN or something like that, as opposed to a local news they all station. Talk, they all talk about the same shit. A mainstream radio station is going to play all the same music, right? It's only when you get into the FX locals. and Sirius that it's only mm-hmm. when you get into FX and Sirius XM radio that you start finding radio stations that are a little bit different. Yeah, I'll concede and, to the fact of yours that that maybe they can push the envelope and do a little bit more flavors on the craft side. I'll concede to that, right? What I won't concede to is mainstream beer is the standard, right? It's it's a standard of beer because they were that one day, like whenever they started, they were that guy making it in their fucking garage, whatever. And their recipe was so good that everyone now it's, it's, it's known across the United States or the world that this sure. beer is great. So okay. we're now we're, now we're on the same page. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, because the the image that I had in my head was if you did a blind taste test, or even just a blind visual test between your top five mainstream beers, you got your Miller Light, Bud Light, Budweiser, Coors Light. You stack a cup of each of those all along in a row. Do they look any different than each other? And do they really taste any different than each other? Well, let's be brutal. Let's be brutally honest here. If you and I did a blind taste test of any of those beers, I might be able to pick out one of the four. I could get you every single one of them. I guarantee you. But that amount of subtlety, that subtle difference, that makes things different well we're also talking about um a specific type of beer right like these are all um just regular lagers now there's mainstream stouts like guinness um you've got mainstream reds you've got mainstream you know you've got mainstream there's all kinds of beer all every beer you can think of every style you can think of there's a mainstream beer for it so when i when i think of quote-unquote mainstream beer i think of the aforementioned five Light beers, when you think of college house parties, what they're going to drink one of these five. Well, that's not necessarily right. mainstream beer, though. Like, like uh, honestly, Blue Moon Am I wrong, now as a mainstream beer. Modelo is a mainstream beer. Um, I would argue uh, that Guinness Blue is a Moon mainstream is not, beer. It's in every I, single Applebee's I've ever been to in my life. That's true. And every single chili. I would still, I would still argue that it is craft because of the nature of the ingredients and the brewing process and the fact that it tastes so much different than other "quote unquote" white uh, wheat beers. Then what about Guinness? Guinness is by far the standard for um, an Irish stout. It's it's right. It's the Irish when was, stout. But when was the last time you saw? college get together or any sort of house party in which they people were chugging guinness let's be honest here just because you don't you don't go to a house party and chug guinness you go to a house party and you drink miller light you drink the cheap low alcohol light wheat beers one of the aforementioned five when you're 19 years old yeah don't do that for anytime 19 years old, by the way we don't condone underage yeah, drinking. Drink, drink wait till you're 21 do it responsibly. it's cheap but, let, but let's be let's be honest here you go to a house party where people are all drinking out of red solo cups, what are they drinking? They're drinking one of the five basic 
beers. You're talking about a people. <laughs> Five that, basic bitches. You're talking about. I'm talking about purely based on popularity. Actually, nowadays that's not necessarily true. That that not that might not necessarily because you'll find a an a a few IPA drinkers in there. You'll find a few. Um, a few quote unquote a few maybe and depending on the part of your country you're in um it's going to depend on what mainstream beer is in there and depending on your age right and and the good thing about mainstream beers is there's something for everybody if you go to the store and you go to the I beer mean, section the very same thing could be said about craft beers too that's yes. literally why they do it they but i'm have, saying you go to something that's something for everybody you go to any store in the united states and you go okay today i want to pick up a lager um i want to pick up a stout i want to pick up uh an ipa i want to pick up a fucking light beer a light beer you can go and there is a nationally sold beer in there there's a founders all day ipa in there there's a guinness there for you there's a coors light there's uh, a fucking a red beer there. Um, there yeah. There's there's something for everybody in the mainstream. And the only reason they're mainstream is because they're fucking delicious. Except for piss water, Bud Light. <laughs> it's the only one. And that's just my opinion. There's millions I of people who hate this shit. I still don't think if I was doing a blind taste test, I'd be able to taste the difference between Bud Light, Miller Light, and Coors Light. I don't think I'd be able to taste the difference. Well, because you don't drink it. If I you were to go to someone, if you were to go to someone, Miller Light was the first beer I drank consistently when I started true. drinking. Yeah, I if I had a choice between the three of those, I would go Coors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right, boy. but that that still doesn't lend much to the argument. I think we it. I think we would have had a better time nailing down parameters for the argument if we first nailed down what we consider the criteria for being considered mainstream right because that was that was that was a big part of our argument was you know what you consider something as mainstream and for you according to your arguments thus far has simply been availability nationwide but my argument has been um craft is distinguished by flavoring and uniqueness rather than national or international availability and those two aren't mutually exclusive as okay. evidenced by things like blue moon or shock top or line and kugels and those other brands or um yeah brands who which are international national and international right so just because something is national or international doesn't preclude it from also being considered craft yeah, I guess it but did become I, I an argument of what's the but definition. I don't think we can, right, but I don't think we can agree on a definition. Therefore, I feel like we're still we're doing this circular apples versus oranges. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, the definition of the Oxford Dictionary, a craft beer is a beer made in a traditional or non-mechanized way by a small brewery. That is a That is a craft beer. Okay. So basically anything else would be a mainstream beer. So do me a favor. Google, ask Google the question, is Blue Moon a craft beer? Now I'm curious. Because if it says yes, then 
we're getting conflicting information here. Well, coming from the company, they say so, but that doesn't necessarily mean it is, right? Because it's also the, it says the number one craft beer in the United States, but per the definition of the Oxford Dictionary, therefore it wouldn't be a craft beer because it's not coming from a small brewery. How do you know Blue Moon isn't a small brewery? Because I have another one down here saying, yes, Blue Moon is a domestic beer. Domestic beers are for the United States. Some most common um, domestic beers you would regularly see include Miller, Budweiser, Coors, and Michelob. Okay, so domestic simply means it's brewed here in the United States and the headquarters is here in the United States. Yeah, which is what most of the, the mainstream beers are. It would be domestic. Craft beer is a, a small-scale brewery. Domestic slash mainstream would be uh, a large-scale brewery doing national sales and, and distribution. This seems well, to be... now we now we've just introduced a new term, which throws all of our previous arguments kind of in a whack here, yeah. out of whack. Which is kind of what so... I was saying before. It's like if it's if it's a regional thing, it's probably still craft. If it's if it's a national thing, it's it's uh it's a domestic beer or a or a mainstream beer because you have non-domestic beers like Heineken and Guinness uh, and shit like that, Modelo, right. Pacifico. That yeah, those are all international beers. They're all international beers, but they're still mainstream that, yeah, everywhere so you can we go. Didn't, we never really talked about how international fits into this argument. Yeah, because I totally kind of disregarded international. Yeah, in my my argument, because I'm thinking about like American craft beers. Mm-hmm. You know. That's why I was saying Modelo, fucking Guinness, shit like that. I'm, like, al- I'm also I'm also thinking about good uh, places beer. like like BJ's, for example, which is a restaurant and brew house, mm. right? So they are their own standalone brand, and they have like eight varieties going from light to dark, which are their own breweries. I don't know if they sell them in stores, but if you I, go I to BJ's, I can think of they they sell right, them but in. I would classify them as craft then because they well, only sell kind of like jail beers. Jail beers only sells their beer. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think they sell them anywhere else. They didn't have them downtown. J- JL beers never brewed their own yeah, namesake. They did. Yeah, they, like, they always had two or three on tap. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But the rest of theirs were all other small time breweries that they correct. were featuring. And there were some domestics right. on there and some international. Some, some mainstream stuff. There's always like how just knowing from restaurant stuff, my mom uh, works like they always right. have like There's let's say you have some Bud Light. You always have five taps, right? Let's say you have five yep. taps. Usually three or four of those are domestics, and one of those is a craft beer. Usually and they usually, have. Usually that craft beer is Blue Moon. Usually. No, so or, or no, they'll have they usually have like Blue Moon, Bud Light, uh Miller or Coors Light or Dosa um, Keys or one something. of the Cerveza, a Dosa Keys or a uh-huh. Modelo and then they'll have like a local one. Like out here's um uh 805 is huge mm-hmm. or 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 Mango Cart is huge. So they have those like right. the big four and they'll have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. That that's weird. They you always have to have a, a domestic on tap. Because naturally, like I've been to breweries before. Um, there's one down the road from us. Um, I don't know what it's called, top of my head. But I went there. I found, I found a beer that I liked. It was pretty good. My dad found a beer he liked pretty good. My uncle went there. 
and he fucking hated every single beer they had. He all he wanted was a Miller Lite. He's like, why don't you have, you know, one fucking domestic beer on tap? So if I don't like any of your shitty beers, I can have one. I can have something and drink here and have fun with with my family. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But because there is something for everyone, but not everything is for everyone. Exactly. Some people just yeah. like domestic shit. Some people only drink Bud Light. Yeah, and some people only shoot Glock. Pounders. For the same reason. <laughs> Pounders drinks warm Bud Light. He had he used to have a fucking case of beer next to his desk. Or next to his chair. Well, next to his chair, <laughs> where he would grab a warm fucking Bud Light, crack it open, and drink it. There's people like that in the world. I like both. Uh, I, the sake of the army, I like I like both equally. But oh my god, I, that, that's kind of nasty. I love me a I love me a mainstream beer and I love me a craft beer. That's just me. Yeah, I'm big on both. Fair enough. Fair enough. I guess we'll uh, we'll agree to disagree on this one. Yep. Echo did agree with me though. No, so he he's a smart he man. He said, "I'm on the same team as package. I'm on team package." His point before this one. Where Brute rebutted by calling mainstream beer the dark side. Yeah, so therefore that's what he, he likes on, about mine. He was on no, he was on your side prior to that point, and then he was on my side. Not necessarily for my point. You described your more own so, side as the dark side. Yeah, what's wrong with the cis man? All right. Hey, they, they all just. I re- I re- I rest my case. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, speaking of cases, uh, or packages, as it were. A package one? (laughs) (laughs) You've got a package. This? From me, at long last. Your signs from uh, previous episodes where you've lost the You Laugh, You Lose challenge. Oh, speaking of which, I never rehung my signs after my family left. I feel stupid. You are not. And I want you to hang that noodle one behind you because that one, one, is fucking cool. That's a cool ass sign. The send dude, nudes one, dude, it's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, I bought I, that and I was like, "That's a pretty clever sign." I'm not gonna lie, it's an anime girl sitting in a, a ramen bowl, and it says "send nudes" like noodles, but also nudes. And I thought it was a pretty clever sign. I'm not gonna lie, this one that's a cool ass sign. Yeah, <laughs> I like it's it pretty a lot. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna hang this one up right next to uh, my other one. Yeah, this, this was the this was part. the first one you. This is the first one you bought me. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna rehang these right behind me. Um, but yeah, Jones, uh, do we want to say goodbye to our listeners before you open those up? I will. Um, how about this? I can. It looks like I have one in here. Damn it! What? Where the hell's the other one? I'll have to check the mail again. I don't know. Um, it wasn't on the port. Let me go check the port real quick. Okay. Let's see if it came today. You do that. And in the meantime, I'm going to hop on my Amazon and see if it says anything about whether or not it was delivered or not. Um, For those of you who don't know, uh, Jones and I, we've been doing this thing where the loser of our weekly You Laugh, You Lose challenge is given a sign of um, varying levels of risqueness to be displayed on the wall behind them 
while we do the podcast as by way of um giving us a reason to not want to lose the challenge right some sort of punishment as it were um holy cow uh, uh jones the other one was delayed till march 3rd holy crap but the one he got is awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, for our listeners, our actual podcast listeners, um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Jones will shortly, once he gets back, he'll give a quick blurb about all the different platforms that we're on. We are on, I think, like 16 different podcast platforms that you can listen to us on we are double feed podcast uh no caps no spaces if you guys want to um submit feedback or things you would like us to do and or say and or see during our podcast you can uh we would love um listener submissions to our website yeah which is doublefeedpodcast at gmail.com um, you can send us funny videos that we'll watch in our You Laugh, You Lose portion. You can send us debate topics that you want to want to hear. Um, you can send us Don't Get Me Started topics that you'd love to hear us talk about off the top of our head. Um, you can send us literally anything you want. Um, just follow the topics that we post on the uh, the left side of the screen here. Anything you want to say. Uh, uh, top five selections mm -hmm. categories if you want to um give us some suggestions for that shoot us an email or if you find us on youtube drop us a comment um and also let us know what you think about uh, our debates and who you think won and yes. maybe did we did we change your mind or at the very least did we give you a couple uh new products to check out speaking right? of products <laughs> speaking of products um Another thing you can email us is, don't get me started, is going to be a card game here in the near future. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we are at 70-something out of 108 um, topics. So mm -hmm. if you have some funny uh, topics for the game, um, send, us, uh, send us those in an email, too. I can't promise Absolutely. you get monetarily compensated, but we can put <laughs> your, your at handle of your Twitter, or we can do... Uh, your ad on the Instagram or your email or your or name or whatever at the bottom of the yeah. card. And yeah, the card might say submitted by X person, right? So yeah. that would be also cool. And now we are on Twitch, mm -hmm. YouTube, mm -hmm. Rumble, Spotify, Rumble. Listen uh, Notes, Podvine, Samsung Podcast, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Index, Google Podcast, Pandora's, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Deezer, and that's it because I can't figure out iTunes. So I don't know how to get some Apple. So all you Apple listeners, I'm sorry. Um, I can't fucking figure it out. I don't have an Apple. I'm not an Apple guy. But uh, before yeah. we, I send you guys away and we send you guys away, I'm going to explain what uh, O'Leary sent to me. So <laughs> his laugh is fucking me up. Ooh, it's like that. We have a sign.
How do you just? How would you describe this? So all you Jones. listeners, right? This is a yaoi. Um, in Japanese, it's a it's a it's a gay. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a gay anime usually, and I have a dude here, uh, pouring water, with a uh, a blushing, um, on his chest and a towel with what looks like a chub, right? It's it's definitely a chub. And another guy blushing at that guy, who's looking at his dick. What is he's he in. wearing? Is that a um? Is that those a jock are, strap? Those are those look like ass. This kind of looks like a jock strap or like it's assless, an a, it's an assless jock strap. Yeah, assless jock strap. <laughs> Who knows if there's actually anything there? Maybe it's just. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Jones. Right above your head would be a perfect place for that. Yeah, that one's gonna go up here. <laughs> Maybe... Nope, no. <laughs> oh, that's a perfect place right there. there. Yeah. Right there, so we can always see that guy in his ass. <laughs> That's my bubba. My my dog has to look at that shit all the time. Oh my god! You're gonna turn hilarious. my dog gay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it, but yeah. So for all you podcast listeners, go check out the YouTube. Um, this sign that is absolutely amazing. I'm so glad I found that behind me. That, that shit and, was expensive, dude. And I will say that thing was. Um, I'm gonna. I, I've been holding off on a leery with these anime signs. That was a, that was a $15 sign. Yeah. Yeah. The other one that's coming was almost 20 bucks. Damn. That, that's going to get delivered uh, March 3rd. It's been shipped. Well. Uh, yeah. Well, for all you podcast listeners, uh, we appreciate you guys. Um, yes. Thanks for stopping by. Spread the word. Cyrus took, so, Cyrus took a few weeks for us to get a video out, but. The one before this has to do some editing because my stream stopped halfway through it, um, and my recording stopped halfway through it. So I gotta yeah. cut some stuff out for the audio and send it back up, or you'll have like five minutes of just no audio in the middle of it randomly. Um, and then last week's we recorded, and it was good. It was a great podcast. Um, audio didn't record either, so yeah, this will be the that was awkward. This will be the official number twelve. Um. So go check this out is those technically platforms. episode number 13. Yes. Technically, it's 13. Technically, but... it's 14. Because the first oh, one we, yeah, our we did, very it, first one. it didn't uh, transfer either. <laughs> so um, That's right. we, we were figuring this shit out kind of on the fly. And we still are. But, so. uh, yeah, yeah. We appreciate you guys, and we'll see you guys next time.